First Sip Brewbox is a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including t-shirts, glassware, and even food like the pot liquor craft beer jelly. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brewbox have a special holiday offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code 3 for 1 when you sign up at firsttipbrewbox.cratejoy.com. That's the number 3, F-O-R, and the number 1 at checkout to get your fourth month free at firsttipbrewbox.cratejoy.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and children over the age of 21, welcome to the Hop Nation USA podcast. Uh, as you can hear, uh, our usual entry uh, by Sam is not being given by Sam. Uh, this is one of your other hosts, Adam. Uh, he is taking over those duties. Uh, and with me, as always, because he's the one that runs the soundboard, is Steve. Yeah, I'm the one that always has to be here. <laughs> you have to be here. I have to. That is correct. Uh, we are actually live Today, we have ourselves a very special episode. We are up in Mercer, Pennsylvania at the Timber Creek Tap and Table, a brewery and restaurant, and we actually have ourselves a very special guest today as well. Oh, well, that's good. I mean, I assume we just didn't come here to record for no reason at all. No, no, that is correct. We didn't just sort of Shanghai. Somebody let me into the basement. (laughs) (laughs) And you're not allowed to leave until we record a podcast. Uh, no, with us today is Nick Mopola. He is the brewer here at Timber Creek. Nick, welcome. Thank you, guys. How are you doing today? Excellent. Awesome. I'm happy to hear that. So we are here. We are here to talk about your beer. Yes, sir. The first beer. We're going to let you introduce it. What is this beer that we have sitting in front of us? All right. Uh, for segment one, our fully loaded IPA. Okay. This is 7.5% alcohol by volume. Uh, it's a nice balance of maltiness and hoppiness in this, so it's a good, it's a nice balance of flavors. He is saying the key words when it comes to IPAs. <laughs> maltiness. Maltiness. <laughs> maltiness. Yes, balance. For you. Yes, yes for me. Uh, Nick, you may not be aware of this, but I'm not an IPA guy. Neither was I. <laughs> I swear to God, neither was I. And still I started drinking Jake's recipe, and uh, All right. it's converted me. So this sounds like this might be a bit of a gateway beer, so I'm going to have to come in. And as always with all IPAs, I come in with an open mind. Open mouth. Open mouth with yeah. a cold beer right in front of me. That's right. So uh, what we usually do here, on, do here on the show is we'll take a look at it. We'll take a look at the color. We'll take a look at the, the nose. You know, just sort of describe to the listeners what we're actually drinking here. Uh, well, obviously, this is an IPA, so it's going to be a little bit lighter in color. Yeah, uh, we're dealing with a pale ale, but it seems to be a little bit darker. You use the phrase VFW beer a lot yes. when describing uh, a beer that's kind of golden in color. I'm getting that. It's a little bit, yeah. It's right. a little darker than a VFW beer, I think. Right. And, and when I say that, I don't mean that as an insult. Uh, <laughs> no, it's, it's color alone. Not, no. Right. Right. Uh, that's simply, you know, if you walk into a VFW at the bar, that's the color of beer you're going to be seeing. That's right. You know, good, bad, or indifferent. Yeah. Uh, that's a nice uh, head retention on it. It does. Well. It does. Uh, when that came from the from the tap, it had a nice fluffy head on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, looked very nice. Effervescent, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit of carbonation going on. Yeah. Keeps bubbling up. Mm-hmm. Uh, see what's on the nose. What do you say we got on the nose? That's got a real good hot profile right off the bat. Yeah, you can definitely tell that you're. Can you uh, 
can you tell us, Nick, what maybe uh, hops are being used in this? Uh, we use Falconer's Flight and a Simcoe in our dry hop. Okay. And um, that's just like some copious amounts of uh, hops going into the fermenter after it's done fermenting. Mm -hmm. you know, and then it, it kind of sits there and, and stews for a little bit, pulls out all those extra hop flavors. And then we have a blend of four, trying to think offhand, I should have my recipe sheet on me. <laughs> um, but there's Nugget, Columbus, Cascade, and Chinook. Yes. Okay. All right. So not so yeah. I'm not necessarily smelling a whole lot of uh, citrus flavors. Right. As like when you use a citrus hop and everything. Right. I'm right. Smelling more of that earthy. Right. Yeah. That's where you get like some of your the nugget. Right. Like the, Falconer's Flight. You do get some of the citrus from that, but okay. yeah, you do have a, an earthy. Yeah. Earthy I was flavor. thinking like Falconer's Flight, Simcoe, and Chinook. They're all pretty earthy. On mm -hmm. them. Yeah. So all right. Yep. Let's. Uh, I'm gonna taste it. Yeah. Let's get in on this. Cheers, fellas. Cheers. Here, here. Oh, that's good. Not to promote my own stuff. But that's really good. Yeah, you know what? I'll agree, though. That is that is really good. Thank you. Thank that's you. very smooth and uh, malty. It is. I, I get it the is. maltiness. Yeah. I, I am enjoying the maltiness of this. Uh, it definitely has a a hop residue on it on the on the back end. Yeah. It kind of sticks around a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yep. So Where it's not like punching the face right away. Correct. No, no, no. Correct. I will finish this beer. I will tell you that right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like I said, it is a gateway beer. I started drinking this and like, this is a good IPA. Yeah. And I'm just like, not that I make my own stuff. <laughs> uh, and that's one of the things when I, when I started here, I was like, I felt really good about myself because I could reproduce Jake's recipe to his standard. Mm -hmm. You know, so that was one of the things that we could keep it the same. I was like, I guess I kind of know what I'm doing a little, a little bit. <laughs> so. Yeah, it, if you're an IPA guy, and I feel kind of bad that Sam isn't here because Sam is definitely an IPA guy. Yeah, I yeah, mean, that's right. that's his wheelhouse. Awesome. Uh, and and I have a hunch that he would like this beer. I think so too. Yeah. Well, the way it sells, I I have a hunch that most people like <laughs> most people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah this is, I would definitely say this is a really easy, pretty much for anybody. Yeah. You know, obviously Adam's already claimed that he's going to be into it before. <laughs> yeah. I will have an empty glass before this segment Very is over. Very good. All right, then. So, I mean, you, uh, you just started talking, Nick, about how you kind of got started, you know, brewing this beer. Right. So we might as well just get into it and, like, how did you get started overall? Overall, homebrew. Homebrew? Yeah. Uh, Five-gallon warrior at home, you know. Uh, it started with a buddy of mine as a gag gift for Christmas, got, like, the Mr. Beer. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, and I, I, I tell the story all the time. Of, like, we tried it, and we had a blast, and the beer tasted like crap. <laughs> and uh, But we had too much fun doing it. And so it was like, well, let's kind of pull our money in. Let's get a glass carboy. Let's, you know, get some a little bit better equipment, you know, and... Beer kind of stayed crappy for a little bit, but it started to get better and better and better. And then we were getting pretty good at it. Uh, we started growing up a little bit, and that kind of went by the wayside. And Matt was the first to bite the bullet and get married, and transferred the the brew equipment to myself. And I did it for a while, and then I bit the bullet. You know, <laughs> the dominoes just yeah, kept falling. So how we got into the big scale is a is kind of a different story. Uh, it's one of international espionage, and it's a love story. I, like it. I, like it. I, I yeah. hope there were black turtlenecks involved. Maybe, maybe. Tactical neck. Yeah. <laughs> so I just happened to marry a pretty girl whose father built a brewery. Not brewery first, you know, so I wasn't just... I was married first. And right, then right. Then I built the brewery. 
You didn't marry for the beer. Not for the beer, <laughs> thank you. For the beer, yeah. um, so they had that first one in Meatville. Mm-hmm. That took off pretty good, and then they scored this plot down here in Grove City right by the I'm, house. I must say, you guys have a fantastic facility here. It is Thank you. beautiful. Yeah, it's yeah. really nice. It has that nice rustic look about it, and mm-hmm. you're right. It's good real estate being there right next to the outlets. Right <laughs> next to the outlets. We're right off the main road here in a bank of hotels all around us. So, you know, it's yeah, it's awesome. And even down here, in because in, we are down here in the brewery itself. We're in the brew house. We, yeah. are, we are in the innards where not a lot of people get to come. No, we do do occasional... Uh, Brew tours. Okay. You know, you just call ahead of time if you have a group of people and give us enough heads up where I can kind of make sure there's no hoses laying around. Sweep the floor. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not brewing that day or or filtering and cussing down here. I I must say, I really like the facility you guys have down here as well. It is is very nice. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of space, very clean. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm a little bit jealous, I'll be honest. (laughs) Well, I think we're jealous of every brewery we walk into. Right. Yeah, We're still a five-gallon bucket yeah. warrior. Yeah, right. Well, no, no, no. Keep at it. That's, the, that's where the good beer's made. So did you have any experience between the five-gallon uh, batches none. and then just jumping up to the big Absolutely boys? none. Just thrown in, sink or swim, and I kind of floated for a little bit <laughs> before I started to swim. We, uh, we recently had an episode with the, the guys down at Grist House, and they said the yeah. same thing. Uh, they started five, ten-gallon batches, and then once they were committed, it was... You know, hundreds of gallons at a time. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, they, they jumped up to the four hundred plus. Right. So. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, so that's where we're at. you are you are in good company. That's, yeah. Well, that's, I guess how it, how it rolls. Yep. Sometimes you just gotta you gotta jump in. So uh, to tie into the international espionage part of my promo of how I got started here, <laughs> um, I used to do background investigations for a company here in Grove City. Kind of keeping nameless for now. Does anybody else <laughs> listen? I think you narrowed it down by saying it was in Grove City. Oh, right. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. I don't know yeah. how many of those companies exist. Well, actually, yeah, there's yeah. There a couple of them now. But uh, it was, uh, there was a cyber attack, and and they, uh, we'll just say they're, they're the West Koreans, maybe. All right, um, all right, fair okay. enough. You know, just, just not to label anybody who I think did it. Um, <laughs> so that went under, and I ended up out of a job. And they just built this place. Uh, my in-laws just built this place here. And they had a falling out of the original brewer they, they had hired. So mm-hmm. I said I could jump in to help out a little bit. And here I am. And here you still are. Still helping out. Yeah, helping out so. into being the brewer. <laughs> being the brewer. So. Helping out 65 hours a week. Yeah, something like that, yeah. But uh, that's, that's how we got tied in here. And like I said earlier, I was five grounds at a time going into 10 barrels. Mm-hmm. On a ten-barrel system, you know, the plumbing. I mean, you can obviously we're not filming anything, but if we look over to the brew house, there's just pipes and valves and everything, yeah. you know. And you've got all this volume of liquid to well, go from one tank to another. And how do you do it without imploding or exploding a right. tank, you know, or <laughs> spilling it all over the floor? So, as an engineer, I am nerding out a little bit in here, just looking at all the stainless steel connections and the valves yeah. and the tanks and all that. And it, yeah. yeah, I am a fan. Uh, and the one thing I've just noticed. Uh, one of the key features of the Timber Creek is the glass floor. Yes. In the, in the main bar. But for us, it is the glass ceiling because I'm just looking up right now and I'm noticing that I'm looking right into the restaurant. That is correct. That is very cool. Yeah, that's a, that's a kind of cool feature. I noticed it earlier. I looked up and I was like, oh, there's people walking around up there. <laughs> right, and the bar, if 
from the angle you're sitting at is right where the uh, the glass cuts off. That's the bar. Okay, so okay it's right cool. in the center of the restaurant. Meadville, they had it in their brew house or their in their tap room. Mm -hmm. It's two buildings up in Meadville. They have a tap room yeah. and then the restaurant on one side. This is all all in one and brewery underneath. So. So Very cool. If we see anybody, we can wave to them. Yeah. That's and, correct. And they're not going to know what the hell is going on down there. <laughs> nope. So, so uh, all right, so that's one of the cool features. Uh, what else about, like, the restaurant and, you know, bar that you can tell us about? Like, what else kind of makes Timber Creek Timber Creek? <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, we try, as far as the restaurant side, um, we try to make all the food as farm to table as we can mm -hmm. without getting super expensive on stuff you know <laughs> right, right. It, it, there's a line right um we get all the burger is angus burger from our farm um we try and cut all of our steaks we get fish flown in from alaska oh, wow. um, so yeah it's they they do a great job upstairs i mean everything down to the the, they make their own potato chips. Um, so it's, uh, there was a bin upstairs in the kitchen. I kind of wanted to just take it before I, the show started. I am notorious for walking through the kitchen and not crunching on something every time I go over there. So I'm going to get myself in trouble for eating ten bags of potato chips. So, so with on the food side, and I have eaten here before, and the food is very good. Uh, but this is is not your first foray into the the restaurant side of things. No, that's not. Uh, the first foray that I know of is a little place in Cochran, Pennsylvania. That is correct. Uh, a nice, a nice little place. Hole in the wall. It, it's a hole in the wall, uh, Creekside. Yes. Um, and it's my favorite out of the three. Even though I work here and the brewery part is really cool, it's just a homey. It is nice. It's little. A dive. It's a neighborhood little bar. Not dive as in bad, but just like <laughs> yeah, yeah. diners, drivers, and dives. If I could plug someone else's show, kind of, you know. <laughs> but. Uh, uh, yeah, it's just it, the, the food's great. It's quaint, not pretentious. Right. You know, you can uh, go in, relax, have right. a good burger, have a good beer. Great, great food, great family atmosphere. Yeah. Unpretentious dive has the sound has the makings in my mind that you could probably get gravy on a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. Okay, so yeah, yes. right. yes. right, then, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's exactly. Just like, it, those two words come together, yeah. and that just kind of like oh, I could probably get gravy on fries then if I wanted. <laughs> oh yeah, poutine, baby. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. So you were mentioning uh, the the Meadville uh, restaurant. Yes. Uh, when when did that open up? When did you guys start down that? That was path? spring of 2012. Okay. And yeah, I want to see. Just after Mother's Day, 2012. Okay, so you guys have been at this for for a little bit of time. Yes, that's correct. Flexing your muscles a little yeah. bit now. And just so, since we're on rate or the podcast here, uh, Timber Timber Creek, um, we had Creekside. Mm -hmm. You know, that was the original waterway slash restaurant. So right. That's the creek side of things. Uh, our building is a humongous timber frame building. Um, if you look up through the rafters, or through our glass floor, up into the rafters, you can see our timber frame structure, and that's where you, know, you kind of combine the two, timber frame and creek, timber creek. I like that's it. That's where we okay. go. I like um, it. Cool. And part of the draw in the restaurant, you can see all, all exposed beams. And yeah. Massive. Absolutely massive. It's got that, that lodge feel to yes. it. Yes. Yes. So that's, that's kind of the, the tie-in through all three restaurants there. Nice. So, so let's talk a little bit about getting back to the beers. This yes. is a beer podcast. Beer. <laughs> so uh, we, we have this IPA, which I am enjoying, I will admit. I am enjoying it. Yeah, um, I'm enjoying it. So, so what, uh, what do you have that is, that is kind of your, your seasonal, one of, one of the seasonals that you have coming up that won't be on the show. That's a hint for later. 
Right. Uh, what do you What do you have on tap? Say Say right now, where it's coming coming down down the pike very quickly. Uh, that is kind of a, a seasonal or a special beer or something that you're you're working on that you're you know you're you're looking forward to. We've got an exciting IPA, and it's probably outside of your wheelhouse, Adam. Um, it's our Flower Bomb IPA. Okay. Um, Jake made this over the summer for one of our uh, the Beer on the Bay Beer Fest up in Erie. Okay. And he had it on tap for like 24 hours, and then we took a keg of it up to the Beer Fest, and people were like raving about it. And I know the internet is one thing where you can get information out, and, <laughs> and we're like, how does everybody know about this beer already? You know? <laughs> and it's super hoppy. It's I said we, we dry hop our fully loaded with uh, Falconer Flight and Simcoe. We use five mm. pounds each. Okay. 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 So we had 10 pounds. We had 25 pounds of hops go in. Oh, you're just packing it full. <laughs> into the flower bomb. Okay. Up. It's very light. It's very hot forward, but it's it's got the perfect, it's got a great flavor to it. It's very citrusy. Okay. Um, so there's more than just bitter. It's got a, a bitter fl- and, and, fl- and flavor. It's it. bitter for a reason. Right. Okay. But the bitterness is part of the, the flavor profile. Right. You have, a, you have your citrus citrus notes through that, you know, that really balances everything else, even though it's so strong. So 25 pounds of hops, I think. That's a hell good. of a lot of hops. Yeah. I don't care who That's you are. <laughs> that sounds like a Sam beer. Yeah. You'd yeah. Probably, yeah, you'd probably be a dude. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, outside of IPAs, what are uh, what are some big name offerings that we should know about? Mm, let's see. Um, coming up, we're getting into our Christmas season. Okay. So we're having our North Pole Stout, oh, stout beer. Uh, I'm about those. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a stout mixed with a. It's, we got a little bit of peppermint extract that's added into the bright tank. Now I'm more into that. Right. <laughs> um, not so much like it's a like Girl Scout cookie peppermint, right, right. you know, but it's just a hint of Christmas. Yeah. You know, fresh, on top. Yeah, on, more of a fresh peppermint. Yeah, right. Yeah. On top of uh, of uh, the the stout itself, which you get that chocolate. Yummy goodness going on, you know. Um, so, down. <laughs> yeah, so we're that's coming on uh, possibly next week as well. Jake's got a batch going, and we're gonna split that. And I got the Christmas block again, and that's gonna be our our, our third segment beer. Okay, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to that one. By yeah, the way, that's got that was a fun beer to make, and we'll go. I'll go through the details when we get onto that. Sure, one. sure, sure. sure. Um, we got a grizzly bear coming in bottles uh, shortly as soon as we get packaging. I don't know if. We were talking sound earlier. If the mics can pick up any of the bubbling going on, we've still got fermenting <laughs> beer sitting within arm's reach of all of us. So we've got uh, our Grizzly Bear Imperial Brown I- our brown Ale coming up. Um, that's going to be bottles, and then we'll have drafts. Normally, you usually do that after the first of the year. Awesome. So one one more question. Uh, you had talked about the, the bottling side of things. Correct. Uh, we walked down here, and I was taken by surprise when we first walked down into the brewery. Uh, you guys bottle now. Right. We've got a number of pallets sitting there with uh, 22,500 bottles of beer on the pallet. That's going to take a long time <laughs> to get through 22, that 22,500 bottles of beer. You know, this is an hour and a half show. We don't have okay. time for that. Right. Um, yeah, we just started bottling in the late spring of this year. Okay. Um, we bottle our flagship IPA, which is our fully loaded, and our and our Black Bear Porter. And then we've got two seasonals out, or the second seasonal will be the the grizzly bear come out mm-hmm. then we should hopefully get our labels and packaging for our tc wit in the spring um as a as our as our third seasonal 
So coming Sweet. Up. Very cool. So I guess that, that's going to lead me down a, a, a similar path of where could somebody get it? Uh, right now, we're in every six-pack shop and beer distributor from I-80 north. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> you got to bring that south. You I know. Bring it down we're looking. We're looking. Call us, Timber Creek. We need. You know, we need. We're trying to find a beer distributor to reach down into the southern counties towards Pittsburgh market there too. I've I've got word that we're as far east as Clarion. Okay. Um, could be even farther. I just haven't heard heard back. You know. Okay. We had a buddy of mine lives out in Clarion. Took a picture of our Oktoberfest. Awesome. You know. Uh, he bought it at a country fair, you know. So whatever, <laughs> whatever beer cave you have, you know, nice. so you six packs and cases. So. so, so Northwest Pennsylvania. That's correct. You are you are easily available. Yes, thank you, Erie Beer, for helping us out with that. <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds to me like they need to help you get down into Pittsburgh too. Right, extend your reach. Yes. <laughs> awesome. So I think uh, it's time we come back to our first beer. Back to the flagship. Back to the flagship. Uh, I do have a small problem. My glass is empty. Hey, mine too. Check that. So all three of us now have an empty glass. Uh, this was enjoyable. Thank you. This was enjoyable. I appreciate uh, it. it, it as, as somebody that does not enjoy IPAs, I have to kind of silo it a little bit, and I have to look at it in its own lane as an IPA. As an IPA, it is a good beer. It is a good Thank beer. You. Thank or you. none. Uh, as somebody that doesn't enjoy it, it wasn't the best one I've ever had in terms of beer overall, but that's just because that's my personal preference. I hear you. Uh, but in terms of... You know, the flavor, the balance, the hot profile. It was quite enjoyable for somebody that likes IPAs. Uh, I would definitely recommend this to somebody that is, a, you know, an IPA person. I appreciate that, yeah. Yeah, I'd recommend it to anybody. I mean, it, I, I don't know, it's pretty apparent to me as to why this is a flagship beer for you mm -hmm. guys. Yeah. I think anybody could come off the street and enjoy this one. I agree. It's, mm -hmm. you know, if I'm drinking an IPA, I'd like it to be bigger, but if I'm drinking just beer, I like it to be like this. I like, you. you know, yeah. th this is something that is very just easy drinking, and I can have a number of these. Right. And it's also sneaky because you said it's like <laughs> seven, seven and a half. Yeah, right, yeah. 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 It's a little bit of a sneaky guy, too. Right. So. But if you're drink looking for a big IPA, that's where the flower bomb comes in. That's where you get yeah. up. Yeah. And see, and like, if I was searching IPA, I would probably search for that. Right. But if I'm searching just a regular drinking beer, yeah. this is where I'm going. Something you, yeah. can, you can enjoy yeah. you know, a six-pack of. Right. This is and, the one you would go with. And we always have a rotating hop attic handle here um we have other ipas we always have our our flagship ipa on hand mm -hmm. which is like your kind of i want to say toe in the water kind right. of deal but we get we have some crazy ipas like i said flower bomb that's mm -hmm. our that's our rotating we have a rotating um hop attic handle okay so. okay cool awesome so with that, uh, what do you say we take a break? Uh, mainly so I can get a new beer in front of me. Fill them up. Uh, and uh, we'll be back for segment two. So uh, stay tuned, Hop Nation. Hey, everyone. Check this out. There's a Seattle-based company called Tavor that enables the discovery of new and exciting beers and breweries. Tavor gets the best independent beer from literally all around the world such as Denmark, New Zealand, Belgium, and of course, everywhere in the US. The app is incredibly simple to use, and you get some ridiculously good beers delivered right to your door. Welcome back, Hop Nation. We are here at the beautiful Timber Creek Tapping Table here in Mercer, Pennsylvania. Uh, we are here with the head brewer, Nick. I am here, Steve is here, Sam is not. 
Yeah, I don't think you have to point that out. I, I just like rubbing it in his face a little bit because he did have a good run going for a little bit of time. Yeah. He had five or six episodes where he was there, and yeah. well, the streak is broken. Again. And he missed a hell of an IPA. Yes, to begin with. he did. Yes, so he's gonna have to come back up here. Missed a hell of an IPA. Missed just the general atmosphere of this place. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking between segments. This is the kind of place that I can just show up and and just kind of feel at home. Yeah, this is very home. Yeah, yeah. real, yeah, real cozy. Yeah, cozy is a good way of putting it. Yeah. Cozy is a good pl- good way to put it, but it's not tight. Like yes. th- this is not a crammed in place. It's a right. Cozy oh, you've got more than enough space for everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whenever you get married, Steve, uh, we're gonna rent this place out. Sure. <laughs> Why not you? <laughs> well, I'm pretty much having the same problem you are. <laughs> I understand that, but I'm just saying this is more this is more your speed. Whereas it is pretty <laughs> awesome. It is. We can just have a party if you want to have a party. We yeah. can just have a party. Let's just do that. All right. So if we're gonna have a party, we're gonna have to have some beer. Okay. That's correct. So fortunately for us, we are a beer podcast, and we have beer in front of us. Uh, Unfortunately, this, this place has beer, so we can have a party here. <laughs> This is all coming together. Smart. Everything's coming up Millhouse. <laughs> so this is the Black Bear Porter. That is correct. Uh, Nick, I'll turn it back over to you. Uh, give us a little bit of info on this bad boy. Uh, what it is, what's in it, uh, what we should expect. One of our flagship beers as well. This is our Black Bear Porter. Dark, um, as the porter should one, <laughs> one would imply. <laughs> imply, yeah. Um, uh, a pale chocolate malt goes into this, a chocolate malt. Uh, and some black malt, and then just copious amounts of base malt to kind of balance everything out there. A little, uh, and some and some crystal forty, which is kind of the caramely uh, mm. aspect of it. Lightly hopped with EKG East Kent Goldings. Okay, one of my uh, second favorite hops. Yeah, uh, not again a nice earthy um, European malt. Mm. You know, it's just uh, what you would expect when you get. A darker beer, you know. Mm-hmm. Sure. What uh, what sort of ABV should we be expecting on this on oh, this bad boy? Offhand, you're looking at you know about six percent. Okay. Okay. All cool. right. So it it it'll get you there, but it won't run you over. Right. Okay. Correct. Awesome. So taking a look at this beer, this is uh this is obviously you know a porter. It's got mm-hmm. that dark. that nice dark color to it. It's not the abyss, although it is it is pretty dark. Yeah, you get some you get some color coming through with yeah. some light if you hold it up to the light mm-hmm. there. So yep, yeah, you hold it up to the light. It gets a, it has a nice brown like coffee. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, coffee look to it. Uh, so, yeah. On on the head, uh, it's 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 between a white and a tan. I would consider it a light tan. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can tell that I'm not you know good at colors. <laughs> uh, but uh, it Pantone O four A. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know enough about colors to disagree with you. <laughs> no. Yeah, you, you have to go hex to do a correct Pantone. Oh sure. Oh sure. Yeah. Have, oh, okay. Great. I have no idea if you're lying to me or not. Uh, but uh, on, on terms of the head in and of itself, when it came out of the tap, it was nice fluffy head on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it still has a, a little bit of, of a, a good uh, head re- not head residue, but uh, just a little bit of good head left on it. Picturesque, I would consider it. Yeah, definitely a, a picturesque uh, porter. Mm-hmm. Looks, it looks like a porter. I hope it tastes like a porter. Yeah, well, <laughs> I hope it smells like one too. It smells like one. Uh, definitely on the chocolate side of things, you can find. Right, it. you can get the aroma from the chocolate. Oh, yes, yeah. very much so. Yeah, you get like a, almost a roasted chocolate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you get the you yeah. know, roastiness of all the, the malts that come yeah. through there. Yeah, I'm definitely smelling more roastiness than chocolate, but it smells really good. So you guys done dicking around? Let's drink this. <laughs> Cheers, fellas. Cheers. Oh wow. 
Yep, I like that. Yep, that's a good one. I like the ooh wow. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good yeah. one. I just I appreciate it. A lot of times when I uh, have like a, a roasted, you know, like a porter that and it doesn't necessarily come out and say, you know, we're a roasted porter or whatever. Right. And it has that roasty nose. I don't always expect to get that much roasted flavor. And I'm getting a lot of like roasted flavor on that. That's really, really good. It, right yeah, now. it's nice. And you get, it's crisp, too. It doesn't. Yeah, it's. Yeah, it's crisp. It's not. It's not a thick. It, right, it's, it's not, not a. Yeah, it's not thick. thick or, right, right, right. And what's nice is, is on the roasted side, it doesn't go too far because I've had other ones where it goes too far and almost tastes burnt. Correct. This is nowhere near. Yeah, that. no. Right. Yeah, this is this is a, a fine definition of roasted. This is yeah. appreciate that, fellas. Yeah, this is where it's at. Yeah, this is a really good porter. I like this. <laughs> You guys just want to quit the podcast and just drink this the rest of the day? Uh, no, no, no. Gotta, <laughs> gotta do my work. Not saying I won't have another one after, but... <laughs> mm -hmm. So, we... Uh, going back a little bit, uh, let's talk a little bit more about, about you. Okay. Uh, let's talk about you, and let's talk about your your uh, your beer upbringing, so to speak. Beer upbringing. Uh, you, you said that your your first beer that you brewed, first ever, was out of a Mr. Mr. Beer. Right. Uh, we we've all been through that. Right. Uh, but what you said once you got through that, you had a great time. But the beer wasn't so great. Then you started. You moved up. You were a five gallon warrior. Uh, do you remember what your first beer was that you you brewed as a five gallon batch? As what you would consider your first craft beer or what your first recipe was? That's that's a great question, and it kind of ties <laughs> into everything. We, my my friend Matt and I, we did a blackberry porter. Oh, okay. And again, and that was the first one that kind of turned out like, we got some flavor here, <laughs> you know? Uh, and, we got something we can drink and yeah. enjoy. And it's kind of like I said, one that ties into our, our segment. And I just I distinctly remember that because it was something way different than, you know, as a 21-year-old right, would drink. Right. I understand. Um, I understand. You know? <laughs> You know, or it wasn't from a, a funnel or anything like that. Right, you know, right. yeah. <laughs> um, you know and I was like, man, this is kind of really cool. And we did it ourselves. How cool was that? Right. You know, and I think that's for me. That was the biggest lure to homebrew. It's like I just did this. Yeah. You know, you know, I can't believe, and it came out good. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's that's one of our first ones. So with, when that happened, did that kind of push you towards the craft beer world and just in terms of, of just drinking it as well and enjoying it? Or, yeah. Or is that something that came first? Well, I tell you what, to date myself. Uh, you're, don't, you're a good company. Don't worry about that. <laughs> to, I, the craft beer scene, I don't even think it was kind of on its way yet. Um, this was early 2000s. I, yeah, I yeah, can back in, that up. You know, yeah, in, the, yeah. in our area, that wasn't... For, yeah. For, yeah, for yeah. The, right, as a quote-unquote 21-year-old. Right, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so it really hadn't taken off. I I remember thinking it was super cool because I ordered a Blue Moon. You know? <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. And so that's that's kind of where I was at. And then, then the beer fest started popping up around here in the craft. You realize other people were doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. And they were making really good beers. Right. That, that so. was one of the things, because we've done home brewing events ourselves, and that was one of the things that we realized was, holy crap, there's a lot of other people out here that have a lot of talent. Right. You know, they are making fantastic beers just in their garage, in their basement, things mm -hmm. like that. There's a big talent out there. And that, and for, for me, at least, that was pretty inspirational. Yeah, definitely. That, okay, these Jamokes can do it. 
I'm a Jamoke. I can do this too. Right, right. You know, that I have a garage. I'm done. I'll do it. This is like, my mama let me use her kitchen. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. But that's basically, yeah, it's, it's exactly garages, kitchens. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where it all started. It's crazy. Yeah. Okay. I, I remember as far as my first big batch on my own, mm-hmm. no strings attached. You were the guy. I, I would say no strings attached. I had, I had a within a cell phone call away, you know, <laughs> the master, you know. But um, it was our Liberty Blonde Ale, okay. you know. And, and Blonde Ales are not particularly easy to make. There, there's a little there, bit of margin there, but right. you yeah. got to be on point. you got to be on point and make sure all your temper, temperature controls are on there and your cycle times are on, on yep. set, you know. And, and uh, once I got this, it's just the same feeling again. Like I got that through. Took our gravity rating and it was right in the wheelhouse where it needed to be, and the taste was right where it needed to be. You know, awesome. you know, and so I was like, I, I think I can do this. You know, <laughs> and then that was my that was my first batch, all on my own, mm-hmm. and then we just, and that was not too long ago. We just cracked a uh, hundred batches. Big batches here. Oh, okay. You know? Well, congratulations. Well, we're, now we're way past it. Uh, right, well, but uh, <laughs> on our on our hundredth hundredth batch, it was just kind of fitting that it was the Liberty Blonde Ale again. Nice, so, nice. You know, <laughs> nice. Like, that's kind of cool. So, so uh, you have now you're confident in doing your big batches, but mm-hmm. you, you still have your homebrew history. Do you still homebrew? Unfortunately, no. Okay. <laughs> um, it's kind of packed up and tucked away into the into the closet. Uh, just for time constraints, mm-hmm. I, it, it's something we hear a lot. From. Yep. <laughs> I put I put so many hours in here and then go home and be a rock star with my boys. Um, they Ain't just want, they, they just want to play, yep. and so life happens. Yeah, you know, so yeah, definitely. Uh, <laughs> when hobby becomes work, maybe you don't do it as a hobby anymore. <laughs> <laughs> correct, correct. <laughs> Who said like what you do and you never work a day in your life? He was a big liar. <laughs> Worked my ass off. So, um, but yeah, it basically, as far as the homebrew stuff, that 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 chapter of my brew career is kind of wrapped up, I guess. So, if you had the opportunity to go to go and do a you know a small batch for yourself, uh, you had one shot, one opportunity. <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't resist yeah. that one. Uh, if you, if you had the chance to make one more small batch like that, what would you make? Oh, I don't know. I, I'm, I, I'm throwing out the tough ones now. I, I, you know what? I really get a kick out of a red ale just for, I like the transformation of the malt into the wort and you get that color. Yeah. And, and especially in the homebrew when you're going into the glass carboy and you can see it happening. It's there. You know? yes. I mean, we get a sight tube here and that's cool as heck, you know, and you see it. But, it, but it's not the same thing. It's, it's not the same. You get that, you, get, you just got that good red color to it. You know, and uh, you just you get that the whole flavor, and like and it's and it's a good and it's a it's a great drinking beer. It you is, know, yeah. You, so you know. And so, I, and any plans on bringing a red here? We do have a Kelly Red. Oh, okay. Um, and it's it's a, it's a popular seasonal we, we run here. Okay. So I assume that's a, a springtime beer. Yeah, 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 we'll run that sprinkler. Well, March then, Irish. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah makes try sense. To, try to, yes. <laughs> oh, actually, you know, in, in, in a pinch, you know, we're, we're looking for a seasonal to fill. 
that's a go-to good one to, to make anytime because it sells. It's delicious. It yeah. sells. So it's not we're not going to be stuck with it for like half a year or something. You know. Again. I, cool, I cool. don't know anybody that hates red ales. <laughs> yeah, neither do I. Yeah, yeah that, that's the one I think everybody agrees upon. They're like, ah, okay, yeah, I'll drink a red ale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to drink a porter right now, I'll tell you the truth. So. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. I think I'm going to do the same thing. You mentioned that uh, you know, red ale would be something you would go back to. Right. So I'm assuming that's one of your favorite styles. Do you have any other styles that like stick out? That, like what, what, What's popping out to you that's out in the world that's not necessarily here? <clears throat> I, I enjoy, well, it's funny. My beer taste fluctuates with the seasons, as most uh, mainly right. do. Yeah. And uh, when you get into the... Winter Christmas time, you just got to go with a good old stout. Yeah. You know, yeah. And you just, something that you kind of chew on a little bit. Um, so that's what I'm kind of leaning into right now as far as coming off of Oktoberfest season, pumpkin ale and all that stuff. You know, it's all good. Mm. But, but once it gets into the November, season, December, the seasons change, and so yeah. does my beer. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. We, do a, we do a bourbon vanilla stout here that is just. Oh, really? Choice. Oh, really? <laughs> choice. Um, hopefully we'll run that. We might run that in late spring. Yeah, I, I definitely try to drink stouts September to May. <laughs> right, right, right. So. If it could snow, yeah. Yeah. it's stout season. Yeah, and then style-wise, it's we have uh, in the summertime, we kind of do our nod to the uh, the light beer. Dare I say it? <laughs> you um, may. You may. Um, we have a we have a we do a light lager and it's kind of our tongue in cheek version of domestic light lagers. Okay, you know, and it's our it's our it's our lawn mower beer, as we call it. The 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 mow what I'm saying. Nice. Mow what I'm saying. Nice. Yeah. So it's funny on, on the show we actually have a similar term for that. We call them grass cutters. Lawn mower beer, grass yep. cutters. Yeah. Mow what I'm saying. Yep. See, <laughs> and it actually sells really good. You know, people are like lining up. So when summertime comes, we're like, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah. But it's hard. And it's a, even though it's a lighter beer and it's a light lager beer, it's finicky. It's a difficult beer to make. Because it's just like, you don't want to be, you don't want to overshoot, you know. You got to play nice with it. You got to play nice with it. It's it's temperature controlled. It's, uh, you got to make sure all of your, when you transfer your tanks, they're, you know they're they're CO two purged out, so they you don't get any oxidation going on because mm. it's light, it's delicate, you know. So so that sounds like what uh, what we would consider a gateway beer, just in oh, general yeah. for the for the craft beer yeah. side of things. Yeah. You know, if you bring somebody in here that's a Coors Light drinker, a Miller Light drinker, you get them that one, right? And, and that'll draw them in. Yeah, and we have we have a couple here that comes and they that's that's their staple of the year. Okay. Because they don't want anything too heavy. Mm. Okay, which but, is fair. And they, which is fair. they literally, they will drink half a bright tank of... <laughs> <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah. Saying, if they do that, you're going to have to put a plaque on there. <laughs> we should. You, you know, they, they, they paid for this 20-barrel fermenter <laughs> that we're sitting with. Yeah. Um, Ron and... <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we have our, our, our Liberty Blondale, which is another one of our flagships, is mm-hmm. the one. They, and they use it in the restaurant as far as, like, their beer cheese and beer batter fish stuff. So, you know, oh, so, okay. So, um, let alone the restaurant's use use of it each week. I can always tell how busy the restaurant is and how much blonde ale was drank, you know, so I can gauge on when we need to make it again, you know. So gotcha. it's, that's, that's always the turnover just for one of the bigger ones. We Sweet. Take. Awesome. So, 
So I'm going to put you on the hot seat a little bit. Again. Again. Well, still, really. <laughs> okay. So uh, it, if, you, if you were to drink a, a craft beer from, from Western Pennsylvania that wasn't from Timber Creek, and you had, say you had an imaginary bar, mm-hmm. and you can grab anyone that you wanted, which one would you grab? I'm going to put you on the hot seat. It's a tough question. That is a tough one. One, I don't get out much. <laughs> so, you know, the other, the other crap. I can't narrow it down to one, so basically I'm going to... I'll, I'll ease up on you. I'm going to cut... If you could go with just a brewery. <laughs> with, with just a brewery? I like the guys from Lavery. They do a good good job up in your EPA. They do. I like, I like their beers up there. I do. Um, any, of the, any of the guys tied in with the Lake Erie Aero Trail... Um, they they all do good work. See, that's that's one of the problems with that question is it, there's no wrong answer, right? <laughs> right. Because uh, it's so broad, you know. And, right, and, and up this way is in, in Western Pennsylvania in general. I don't know of any breweries that are just you know that you wouldn't go back to. Yeah, uh, it, it, every single one that I've been to, I would go again. Yeah, no questions asked. And th- it's it's funny because there's all very close knit. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows everybody. Everybody bounces questions off everybody else. That's and awesome. And there's no, like, I'm going to dominate this area. Yeah. So it's more of a community. Right. It's definitely a, a communal feel to it. So you can help. And that's where the, the Ale Trail comes in. You can always help promote everybody as a, as a beer scene. Right. Instead of taking over. Right. You know? And it just helps everybody else out, mm-hmm. you know. You guys need to bring that train a little further south so I can drink it more often. It will be the Appalachian Ale Trail. So there you go. We'll just That's go all the way. It goes all the way into Maryland. <laughs> all the way to the Mason-Dixon. There you go. You're talking from, like, at that point you're going, like, from Ellicottville down all the way into... Oh, we're just... We're, we're coming up with something awesome right on the spot. Yeah, I'm liking this. There you go. As long as we don't have to hike it, we're all right. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. That, that ain't happening. No, no, no. no. That ain't happening. No. Okay. No, but a shuttle. There you yeah. go. Uh, perhaps yeah. an RV. Yeah. There we go. I like it. All right. Somebody uh, get Elon Musk on this. Yeah, he's got that so, kind of self, money. self-driving that. beer shuttles. <laughs> oh, yes. Ooh, now we're talking here. I'll pay Spark. for that electricity. <laughs> That's right. Every brewery sets up sets up like a charging station. There you go. The the shuttle plugs in while you go in and drink. Those shuttles take maybe about you know. We'll an, an, hour hour? an hour to three. An hour to three. An hour to three. An hour to three sheets to the wind. I, I yeah. like it. <laughs> yeah. I'm coming up with business. Trademark. There you That's go. Right. Patent pending. Hello, everybody. People are stomping on the glass and we're waving. <laughs> That's the, actually the best part. Everybody jokes about, you know, you work downstairs, you know, with a glass with a glass ceiling above you. Right. Yeah. People are walking on What about in the summertime when all the pretty girls come out? I'm like... Actually, everybody walks around the glass because they're afraid to fall in. <laughs> the best part about it are the little kids that come over and just put their face right on the floor oh, and yes. like are like window looking and, and waving to you while you're trying to work. So that's that that's the best part. Yeah, kids want to know what's going on. Right. Oh yeah. And I can't go in there, but what's in there? Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's looking at me. I'll wave. Yeah. So. I would admit, as an adult, I would do that, too. <laughs> as long as you don't lick the floor. That's right. Again. Right. <laughs> hey, we all have our thing. <laughs> Are you saying don't kink shame about licking floors? <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> uh, all right. I'm a man, damn it. I got my own decisions. <laughs> We're a progressive show. I'll let it go. <laughs> 
So one more, one more question. Gotcha. What is your dirty little beer secret? Everybody's got their their own little secret, their own little stash away of beers that they don't necessarily admit that they drink or enjoy. I've got my own. I know that. Uh, Steve has his. I know that. No, I drink fine beer all the time. That's bullshit. I don't you drink know. Trash. I only drink the best Timber Creek beer around. I like it. I like it. Um, oh, let's see. My dirty little beer secret. Is there something? Because I like Steve. Obviously, he's wearing an old English sweatshirt. Yeah, that's not a secret. I want. No. <laughs> <laughs> also, that's well, not it's a beer. secret because we're on radio beer. right yeah, now. Right. <laughs> no, anybody right. who sees me out in public will see I'm same. wearing an old English hoodie. Gotcha. <laughs> But that's not a secret. I'm advertising for that. That's also not beer. That's malt liquor. All right, so I just whiffed on the whole thing. Yes, that's why I said I don't drink trash beer. Well, uh, as far as, like, odd beers that I like to drink. Yeah, something that somebody wouldn't expect. Like, do you still have, like, a case of Blue Moon sitting around? No. Get their sampler pack. For the old times? No. um, I'm a sucker for an Irish car bomb, tell you the truth. Mm. I can dig it. Yeah, yeah. I, I can dig it. Yeah, it just no shame for that. No, no, <laughs> but you know, it's what it's what I'm trying to think. I mean, that's my prior days, I should say. But you know, if it's being handed to me, I guess you know. <laughs> Who are you to say no? Right. Yeah, nothing wrong with Guinness. That no, no shame in the Guinness. No, 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 no. no they they kind of. I, I can't even say they get a pass because they're way before craft beer. Yeah. That in it, but it still holds up yeah, so yeah. well. It still yeah. holds up. Yeah. It's, it's just a damn yeah. fine beer, damn period. Fine beer. Yep. So, speaking of. Speaking of good beers and good dark beers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This Black Bear Porter. Yeah. It's gone. It's it, gone. They're, yeah. they're, they're all gone again. Uh, I am a fan. Me too. That, I appreciate that, fellas. That's a really good porter. And, like, like we already said at the top of the segment, that uh, it's, it's not. Not that it's thin, but it's not a thick beer. Right. It's very drinkable. Yeah, it's a very easy, right. light drinkable beer, but it has those big roasty notes on it that makes it super flavorful. Yeah. Which sets it apart from thin porters. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> Which, which right. have that problem of being <laughs> just thin and bland. Right. Yeah, and this is anything but bland. Yeah. It's very enjoyable. This is a, this is one that I would I would definitely recommend to anybody. If you're coming in here, grab this one. Yeah, especially sure. winter months. Yeah. You're in here winter months. This seems like it would go really good with... With a burger. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Got the words out of my mouth. That's there like, you go. The, this, like, a, if you guys have, like, a bacon cheeseburger up in here... Oh, and, we have a Rusty Smash. It's, if you're thinking of just a bacon cheeseburger, no. It's... A grilled cheese, bacon, cheeseburger. Hell yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's awesome. It's it's awesome. You get that medium done. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. With yeah. <laughs> with a porter. Well, on that note, that's Call the end night. of segment two. <laughs> Call it a night. <laughs> we, have, we have to go consume burgers and be in a food coma. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, with that, please do stay tuned. Segment three is coming right up. Uh, we've got ourselves actually a, a bit of an exclusive a little pre-release going on. Yeah, so um, I'm kind of hyped up for this one. So stay tuned and we will be right back, Hop Nation. Segment three, ladies and gentlemen, bask in it, love it, live it, 
You don't have to learn it. Don't worry, it's recorded. It's fine, you can go back and listen again. But welcome back to the Hop Nation USA podcast. Uh, we are here at Timber Creek Tap and Table in Mercer, Pennsylvania, the beautiful Mercer, Pennsylvania, I might add. Uh, and we are here with segment three, which means we are ready for beer number three. And this one is a little bit of a special one. It hasn't been released yet. So sneak we are, preview. We are getting a sneak preview of, I don't know what this is. <laughs> it's a beer. It's so. a beer, which is appropriate for a beer podcast, which is good. So uh, once again, um, I'll hand it over to Nick. And I'll hand this to you, Adam. Awesome. Thank you very much. So what in the devil are we drinking? This is our Christmas Bach. Okay. It's a, it's our darker lager. Brewed with a bunch of Munich malt, uh, some brown malts, some Crystal 80, Crystal 120. Get a nice caramely flavor to that. And then hopped with uh, Nugget. Okay. Uh, and then... We go total Christmas on it, and we add cinnamon and nutmeg. Nice. nice. Um, packed in with orange peel and ground ginger. Ooh, wow. Um, you take, you literally, I have to take a spoon to like a root of ginger <laughs> and peel it. Yeah. It's, it's the worst thing in the world to yeah. do, the best thing in the world to smell, um, and grind it up. And then it all goes in this huge uh, nylon bag we steep in the last five minutes, so you get that real... Smells like Christmas to me, you know. First you had my curiosity, now you have my attention. Yeah. <laughs> and then we lager it, you know, mm-hmm. low, low and slow. Oh, cool. So this one is is not released yet, so this is uh, not in its final form quite yet. Right. We don't have full carbonation on it, and it looks cloudy. If you took any pictures of it earlier, I really wasn't paying attention. Uh, it's unfiltered right now. Okay. Um, we'll run it through our filter, and it'll be nice, crisp when it comes to that. Awesome. I still have a hunch it's going to be a good beer. So we'll uh, we'll, we'll go through the description uh, with the disclaimer that this is not the final product. Yeah. It's uh, not the first time we've done a beer like this either. Right. No, no. So, but uh, I, th- I think... Uh, totally authentic, though. I mean, we get the you're getting the full Brewworks experience right. down here. Right. I mean, this got pulled right off the tank. Right, yeah. right off the fermenter. <laughs> so it can't get any fresher than this. Right. We're down We're down to 35 degrees. It's, it's cooled down. We're going to filter it here in a couple days. Okay. Um, once the new work week begins, because technically I'm not working right now. <laughs> um, right. This is all enjoyment. That's right. Yeah, we'll, we'll filter it. We'll carve it up overnight. Cool. We'll awesome. get, get some nice effervescence going through there. And uh, it, it all just, the bubbles do so much mm-hmm. to the to the end, end product. You know, it just really brings everything, brightens everything up. Sure. Right, yeah, so, yeah. Sure. So on the, on the color of this one, uh, which is not affected by the bubbles. Right. Uh, <laughs> it, it's, it's a very picturesque beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like it. It's 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 kind of a not quite a red, not quite a brown. Right. I was, I, I was always almost leaning towards the red, to tell you the truth. Yeah. 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 It has a little bit of reddishness to it. Yeah. It actually looks a bit like um, apple cider. The apple cider you see a in, bit. in the supermarket. Right. Uh, a tinge yeah. darker than that. Yeah. 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 Yep. Uh, obviously, on, on the head side of things, we're not going to get any information on that. Oh, it's flat as the, you know, <laughs> flat as the board right now. So. But uh, on on the nose, on the nose it has some. I can definitely smell some spice coming in through yeah. there. Yeah, right. Like yeah. I said we add cinnamon and nutmeg, added into that. Hopefully you get some orange peel and some and some ginger coming in. Yeah. This oh, yeah. is one of my favorite beers to make. I mean, 
literally, if it wasn't so gross and sticky and interact as a bees, I would take the bag and just hold, stick it in my car. It makes the car, it, it just... Good the, potpourri. The, the, the orange peel smells so good once it comes out, but it's just a, such a sticky mess. Yeah. You know, so if it wasn't so messy, I'd have it all year round. So. Well, let's, uh, let's calm your worries. Let's try this beer. Let's try it. Oh, yeah. Yep. Mmm. It, it's it's definitely on on the multi side of things right now, right? Which uh, I enjoy. I enjoy, since, especially mm. since I'm not a hot pen. Smooth. Yeah, that that spice profile is it's there, and it's interesting because you can pick out a lot of them. Mm-hmm. You can pick out a lot yeah. of different spices. Yeah. Yep. I'm getting mostly ginger on the back end, and I feel like I'm getting the nutmeg kind of yeah, up I, front in the, in the nose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The orange is the orange is kind of. Present almost throughout, but like it doesn't try to overpower anything else. Right. right. It's and funny because like when you physically look at it, it's nothing in the bag but orange peel. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a little bit of spice, a little bit of ginger, you know. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm digging this one, and I'm I'm really curious to see what it's gonna be like in its final form. Right. right. So I'm gonna have to come back up here. Uh, it'll be on tap soon. Filtering it Monday. Awesome. We're recording on Saturday. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna filter early next week. Good. And I'll be on tap for the Christmas season. Awesome. So nice, nice. Sweet. Yeah, so, definitely something to come look for. That yeah. I really like that. I like I like the ginger on the mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. And the smell of that just coming Yeah, yeah. All th- throughout the whole entire boil because you just got you have a, all that wafting up from the boil aspect. It's just a, you, you actually I kind of get nose blind to it, but people say when you walk, when they come, because we get staff come down to the cold room all the time, and they're like, man, what are you brewing down here? It smells like Christmas down here. You know, I am brewing Christmas. Right. Um, but yeah, you, throughout the, all the beers, that's one of the cool things, and you always get the great smells down here. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. So uh, something I noticed while we are you know, up in the restaurant, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, I was looking at your taps, you also have just plain root beer and cream soda. Yep. Can, yeah. you, can you tell me more about that? Like, do you brew that as well? Yeah, we we brew our our own root beer and cream soda for the kiddos. Um, and the designated drivers. And the designated drivers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we make that all in house. Um, interesting fact is we we have just our one dedicated line for the root beer itself. Um, we use a root beer extract as far as was part of our flavoring, and uh, if we were to rotate that through other our other tap taps the uh, actual root beer extract itself kind of embeds itself in any of the plastic lines uh, gotcha. yeah. Yeah. and so everything you would drink just tastes like root beer yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we got the one dedicated line and that's just kind of interesting note but yeah we make we make our root beer and uh, cream soda all in house and we make a big batch of basically a simple syrup solution of brown sugar and white sugar and then uh, we get that all dissolved nice and evenly you know, up the temperature for an hour or so, and put it into a fermenter, and I just run a carb stone on it and and bubble it up, and then we'll dose each each keg or whatever cream soda or root beer. You know, we 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 go through more root beer than cream soda, so that's like kind of a two to one yeah. over the cakes. But you just go through and, and dose each keg. You'll depressurize each keg and and put your extracts or whatnot in there, and you just repressurize and fill the kegs up. But it makes a great uh, makes a great root beer float. Halloween, I'm 
made the bartenders make a drink special of scream soda. Uh. I had one good idea all year round. <laughs> scream soda. It's Take that perfect. to the bank. So just put blood red food coloring into regular cream soda and you had scream soda. Nice. So if anybody steals that, you know, I'm coming after you. Bad <laughs> yeah, Awesome. Maybe we could get back into a little bit more beer brewing talk. Mm. Yes. Um, I think maybe this is the, there's a segment we do on the show is called Beerify It. And that's where we make a ridiculous homebrew recipe and unleash it onto the world. And for better or worse, better or worse. There you go. Uh, it's it gets created, and and however you want to look upon that is some up noob, to you. Some noob says oh, that's a great recipe and makes it, and then it's disgusting. Right. Hey, yeah. if they want to make it, go right ahead. They, you have my permission. Everybody can knock themselves out and try it. <laughs> we may or may not. Right. <laughs> But uh, I figured it, it was maybe a little fitting for us to try to do a beerify it and do it around the Christmas season. Do we, you know, we're, we're heading into that. I'm, I'm willing to accept now that it's Christmas time. We're past it is Thanksgiving. Thank- yeah. After Thanksgiving. Yes. Yeah. It is now December. It is right. time. So I, I'm, I'm past it. I'm willing to accept it. So I can participate. <laughs> uh, but I, I Willingly. Thought, you know, one of the big things about Christmas is everybody has heard that song, The Twelve Days of Christmas. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm wondering if there if, if it's possible could we try with a professional brewer? Oh, I think we could. To brew the 12 days of Christmas into a beer. Oh, I think we could do that. Okay. Let's make this happen. If I knew the 12 days of Christmas, do we have a, <laughs> do we have audio of that so we can Don't feel uh, bad. I'm going to sing it. Uh, no, we are. No, no. no. Will not be we do not sing on the no. show. <laughs> uh, I, I will tell you that uh, we had to look it up ourselves <laughs> just to make sure yeah, that we, we were wrong. Up, right. It gets a, it gets a little uh, weird in at the end. There. There's 12 of them. No, I know. no, you know, once once you get past 5, eh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's things are dicey. <laughs> yeah. It's hit and miss. Uh, I think we can start pretty easily though with the first day. Everybody knows the first day. A partridge in a pear tree. Right. Which is a bird in a tree. <laughs> right. Hmm. Oh, I was going to go with uh, Keith Partridge. Well, okay, it could be Keith Partridge or Danny Partridge or yeah, yeah. Is there a Danny Partridge? Yeah. Oh no, it's Danny Bonaducci. Was it? Well, yeah, Danny, Danny Bonaducci. Bonaducci. Wasn't yeah. his name Danny on the show? I have no idea. All right then, I don't know. <laughs> For the sake of the show, no. Yes. <laughs> I'm not that old. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't the one guy just die? Not uh, to bring it down on it. Yeah, uh, David, David Cassidy. Cassidy. Yeah. Okay. Okay, sure. Yeah, he's shuffled <laughs> off this mortal coil. Sure. Thanks for the Nick at Night trivia. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> Here to help. Back to the beer recipe. <laughs> okay. All right. So a partridge in a pear tree. Yeah. And that I, one's pretty self-explanatory. I think that's self-explanatory. I think the ingredient is pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. In that we could just introduce pears. Yeah. That's a very simple and light yeah. fruit. It's easy to work with. It is. And since yeah. it's... There you go. What's nice about that is since it's mentioned every single verse... Right. That means you have to use a lot of it. Right, you can, and with pears, since it's a very watery fruit, you're gonna have to use a lot of it to get, the to get flavor, any yeah. sort of flavor. So that's gonna work well. Right. So we're gonna have to use a shit ton of pears. Yeah, a buttload of pears. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> twelve days worth. So, yeah. Twelve. Well, we just press it and we get all the juice. Perfect. There you go. That's as far as I remember. You're gonna have to guide yeah. me through the rest I'll, of these. I'll, I'll get you there. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so days two, three, and four are all birds. <laughs> okay. Uh, two is turtle doves, then three French hens, and four calling birds. Four calling birds. 
Yeah, I don't even know what a calling bird is. Well, if you're British, know. that means some girl is calling you up. Calling birds? Yeah. <laughs> Go around calling birds. See, <laughs> that's like, cat calling. I, know, that's I not thought it was okay. like calling dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> no, Getting the velociraptors yeah. out there. <laughs> I don't know. So we're going to have to get something bird-themed here. Chicken nuggets. <laughs> Chicken wings. Chicken, Chicken wings. wings. There we go. Chicken wings. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I'm thinking now. Okay. All right. All right. Chicken well, I wings. mean, maybe maybe both, because I mean, we're talking three days, so yeah, wings for one, nuggets, nuggets for another. So I'm thinking here is if we're gonna have two types of wings, I think the second type of wing should be a smoked wing. Okay. So I think we can introduce a smoked flavor into this. All right. So let's do that. Let's do that. All right. <laughs> so okay, so well, maybe we just do three wings of three different flavors. Ah, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So smoked is one. Smoked wings, just regular hot wings. Hot wings. Okay. Oh, yeah, you have to have a hot wing. Right. Yeah, so yeah. with that, maybe we use like a jalapeno. Yeah, yeah. A jalapeno or a habanero. Okay. Yeah, there you go. All right. I'm on board with this. Okay. And then maybe uh, like a uh, honey barbecue. Uh, yeah. Or a bar. Yeah. Honey mustard. That'll work. Too. Okay. Yeah. Honey mustard. All something, right. Something with a tang. Yeah. yeah. Something with a tang. I like that. I like that. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. Smoked and then honey mustard and then just a hot wing. Yeah. So that yeah. those are those three days down. Easy. Done. Easy peasy. Okay, five gold rings. Uh, that's... Go with the gold schlager gold flakes. Y- yeah, Boom. that's exactly what I was thinking. Boom, that's right? easy. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's simple. Yeah, just and then throw I'm that done gold foil. From <laughs> six to 12, I'm done. That's the only thing I was ever thinking about. Shot your wide on five, yeah. huh? So, six and seven, we go back to birds. <laughs> why, why are there so birds, many birds in this what? song? Birds live in trees. Uh, was it? Well, not these birds, though. Oh, no? <laughs> no, no, not these birds. Six? six are geese and seven are swans. Oh, those are all those walk-around birds. Yeah, but those are assholes. I know they're asshole birds. But we're <laughs> so not putting assholes I was assholes trying to work in, in spruce tips for, 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 for an ingredient because I've... Well, a spruce trees, you find them in Canada. Canadian geese. Canadian mm-hmm. geese. There you go. Mm. Boom. Done. Okay, good connecting. There yeah. you go. Spruce, spruce tips. You can find it into the I like uh, it. That's pretty popular. Yeah. Find that in the Dogfish Head Pennsylvania Tuxedo. Yep. I love that. I like that. So now we got to get the swans in here somehow. Okay, so swans swim in lakes. Yes. So you just brew with lake water. <laughs> get, the, get the old Lake Erie swill water. Yeah. yeah. Oh, lake Erie swill. There you go. <laughs> Zebra mussels. Very mineral, very mineral rich. <laughs> So. Awesome. So Lake Erie water. Yeah, Lake Erie, Erie water. That's what we're brewing with. Okay. Nice. That takes us to, to eight. All right. Now we're to eight. And these, this is where things are uh, could get dicey. I think this one's going to be easy, though. So eight is eight maids of milking. Okay. I think that's pretty easy. I think that's just you add lactose. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Took a more, yeah I was going to say There lactose. you go. We're all yeah. on the same page here. Yeah. This is a beautiful thing. Right. right. Lactose is super popular now. Everybody's making milkshake IPAs. And, mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yep. That's easy. You got to put that in now. Oh, by the way, I'm throwing, the I'm throwing this out there. Cookies and cream ale. I'm claiming that one. Okay. That's it. Okay, right. that's fine. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Done. You don't have to tell anybody about your plans. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to. Okay. And then yell at people to use them. <laughs> These are my plans, and you cannot take them. That's right. <laughs> All right. Nine is where I, I'm stuck. I don't have. All right. Any idea? So we got to put it on our thinking. If cast. I knew what yeah. nine was, These, that was these the first are your brains. Uh, you gotta use your thinking brains because nine is nine ladies dancing. So Yikes. we're brewing this in the back of a strip club. <laughs> oh, <Yikes>. God. <laughs> oh. Nine ladies. Oh, I almost wanted to say yeah to that. <laughs> I almost want to say yes because it's so yeah. um, I don't know. Stripper no. sweat. <laughs> stripper sweat. 
it gets boiled off. <laughs> There's a boil it for so long. Yeah. Oh, user, we gross. can use it. You use it. This is this is not a family show, I guess. No, no, not anymore. You, so um, you can use your you can use their g strings as a halter as like dry hop nets. <laughs> yeah, dry hop nets. <laughs> I mean, they already use fish nets, so. Oh. Fish nets. There you go. Yeah, you yeah. can get out of the gutter a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Filter with fish nets. There you go. I think I think that's the family version of what we're using for this one. Okay, so so stockings. Yes, let's say oh, stockings. stockings. Yeah. Fish nets are a little, you know, but you can use. We can use stockings. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We can stretch a little bit. Yeah, you can use stockings for uh, your grain bag or your dry hop net. Yeah, I'm good with that. I'm okay. good with that. All right, ten is also hard. Uh, it's going to be ten lords of leaping. Yeah, <laughs> oh. your face just said everything. Oh, wait a minute, lords of leaping. They're yeah. leaping. They're hopping. We need to have hops in this. Oh my goodness! Oh there wow. Go. wow! Nailed it! Wow! Nailed All right. It. Oh, ties. And you know what? Since Comes I came up with it, I get to come up with the hop. You're just gonna say fuggle. You're I damn was, right. I, I was am. going to say, is there? A, a hop out there with the name like Lord or something kingly that we can use. Fuggle. <laughs> Fuggle. Yeah, yeah, it's Fuggle. <laughs> is, I mean, like, maybe the the EKG is close? Cause it's, that's the, well, you're just thinking of British people. Exactly. Right? Well, I mean, oh, yeah, that's, that's the best I can get you. So if we can't come up with anything, I'm going back to Fuggle. Because screw hey, well, Wait, Lords. Right. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. like gold. Okay. Gold nugget. Oh. Oh, all right. All right. Okay. All We're right. in. Boom, done. Okay, so we'll use Nugget and Fuggle. Thank uh, you. Thank I'll you. make the concession. There you I, go. I appreciate that. <laughs> there you go. That's right. This is a Wii project. Yeah. Concessions on both sides. <laughs> Are we writing this down? Yeah. No, we're recording. No, it's yeah, recording. We're, 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 we're not going to do this for real time. <laughs> no, no, no. This is a homebrew recipe for everybody oh, else. Right. Not for us. We don't have to do anything. Right. <laughs> we're giving to the people. That's right. This is how we're giving back. Yeah. We're up to day 11. Okay. And that is 11 Piper's Piping. Yeah. Oh, okay. Piper's Piping. Thought. Rowdy Rowdy Piper. Okay. <laughs> He's Scottish. He's got. Oh, um, no. Hold on. Hold, hold on. on. No, I no, got, no. I got a Scotch Ale recipe in there. Oh, <laughs> we used. Yeah. You just but said keep that. On, keep on. Th- yeah. Go, go, with, go with Rowdy Piper. <laughs> We're going to the books. I love this. <laughs> So you stretch it out. I can remember <laughs> when I did this. So you got you got eleven pipers piping. Yeah. You just went Roddy Piper. Yeah. When he was looking to fight people and they live. Oh no. But he was all out of it. Oh, I'm losing my cred here. You're gonna have to help me out. He was there to kick ass and chew bubblegum. And he's all out, out of, of bubblegum. Bubble gum. So if a piper is piping, there's a good Ooh. chance he's either kicking ass or chewing bubblegum. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to kick over okay, the I, fermenter. I Go ahead. <laughs> so you don't, maybe you, maybe you just kick the boil for a little bit, <laughs> but maybe we can also introduce some bubblegum. I like That's it. A, you know, it's a I sugar. Like It'll it. break down. <laughs> okay. All right. I like where this is going. Don't you get... We use Belgian yeast. Don't you get a bubblegum flavor from yeah, Belgian yeah. yeast? Yeah, and we need bu- yeah. boom done. We need a yeast for the. Here yeah, you go. Yeah. We need a yeast. Yeah. That's why we call in the professionals for this right. stuff. <laughs> so that means we're down to one. We're down to one. This one, I mean, this one's easy. I do have an idea for it. Day twelve is twelve drummers drumming. Okay, you have for, an idea for that one? Yeah, I do have an idea for that one. Okay. okay. So what did so drummers use drumsticks? 
True. Drumsticks are made out of wood, so we just age it on drumsticks. Drumstick slash barrels, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's just, it just like drumstick chips. There you go. Yeah. You just like chip, right, you just chip up chip a drumstick <laughs> and age it on whatever wood those are made of. <laughs> I have no idea. I think you're going to have to take the varnish off of it first. Probably. <laughs> there you go. Drumsticks. I like it. Do you remember all this? Because I don't. Well, we don't have to. It's on. It's on uh, hard drive. So, so <laughs> I almost said tape, like an old man. <laughs> tape, yes. <laughs> it's on the reel to reel. It's on old. It's on the tape. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so, whoever was listening to this and is going to make this beer, go back, write it all down. Let us know. Because I'm not gonna remember it. I feel. I feel like there are. Some and don't call good... us when we have to pick you up from the hospital. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I got sick the drink drumstick varnish. <laughs> Those guys from the Hub Nation are assholes. See, I can just see the combination of like stripper sweat and drumstick varnish combining into uh, a fluid, and there's just uh, this green gas coming out of the. Oh wall. no, you boil it all off. <laughs> yeah. You're thinking too much. Ugh. <laughs> that, I, I, I feel like there are some good parts about that. There are. There's some, some good parts in there that yeah. I would honestly do. Yeah, but. Uh, mm. Others not so much. Others not so much. That's the great. <laughs> no, those are we, all great. We tried to put three different types of chicken wings into one beer. <laughs> that was that got us to four. You gotta, right. you gotta stick to chicken one kind of chicken wing. <laughs> this isn't so, the Wild West, damn it. I hope I get that email. I only used one kind of chicken wing and it worked out a lot better. You guys don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Amateurs, <laughs> you guys are stupid. <laughs> yes, we are. Uh, yeah, but you know what? We're the ones with the microphones. Yeah, I'm and the, the three quarters empty beers. Too, uh, that so. is correct, and that is going to change right now. Still good. Yeah. Yes, it is. Uh, so that uh, that takes us back to this beer, the uh, Christmas Bach. Yes, yeah, the Christmas, Christmas Bach. Bach. Yes, uh, I'm a, I'm a fan. I Same. like this. Same. Yeah. I, I really, really like the ginger flavor that comes through on this. Mm -hmm. I'm a big fan of ginger and like ginger ale and all that kind of stuff. Oh, even like pickled ginger when you eat sushi and stuff. Yeah, yeah, oh, there you go. Oh, oh, yes. I love that. And like, as you were saying at, at the beginning of the, the segment of like how much of a pain in the ass it is to work with, I, I've cooked with it and yes. I know how much of a pain in yes. the ass. I can only imagine the immense I mean, the, cursing that comes out from putting it into a brew. I, I, <laughs> I go up to the kitchen and they're like, do you have something to peel this with? And they hand me a spoon and yeah. the new kitchen person and me, I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> Come on. And, get, and they showed me how to do it. Uh, ah. Yeah. But yeah. And it it's, not, the, it's not like it's a, like a straight carrot. It's got like all this gnarls and turns and right. crevices. It's a, it's a root. It's a root. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, it's... But once you start doing it, the smell is amazing. It's yeah. awesome. This is the freshest of fresh smells. Yes, for, for all of you out there who want to peel your ginger, you just take a spoon, put it flatways, and scrape it against yep. against the grain. See, I had no That's idea. Your, there's your yeah, cooking you just, tip for the week. Uh, again, I'm perfect man for podcast and radio. I'm making a hand <laughs> holding it up. Adam, you look at my hand and you just hold it. Yeah, I had no idea that's what you had to do with ginger. Yeah. Yeah. I, yep, nothing else really works with it. So we're all learning on this show today. You yeah. need to be abrasive with your ginger. I, <laughs> it ain't no weak bitch vegetable like a potato. You need to take it. <laughs> you got to earn it. That's yeah. Right. Put a strap to it. <laughs> 
So what are you saying we talk about this beer a little bit more? Okay. Because uh, I haven't talked about it yet. Okay. Yeah, really, yeah. Uh, how how do you me. feel about it? I like it. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, great. <laughs> great, great. No, this is a really good beer. Uh, and like I said earlier, I'm really looking forward to see what it what it is like coming out of the tap. The final product. Yeah, the final, the final product. Uh, so I might have to come back up here and try it out when it's back on tap. There you go. So, Twist your arm. So hey, you're not going to have to twist my arm at all for any of these, really. Uh, on this show, whenever we, we uh, try three beers, we always like to, uh, to put them on the podium. Uh, what we had in our, in our third place, second place, first place. Uh, this one is a little bit different uh, because uh, for me personally, they're all good beers. So this is, this, Appreciate is, that. this is going to be a bit of a tough one. But what we usually do is uh, we go around... Uh, everybody ranks their beers. For you, Nick, it's going to be especially difficult uh, because you got to rank your babies. Right, yeah, rank yeah. your babies. So we have our favorites. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Brooke, the dog. <laughs> <laughs> For me, I'll go first because that's the kind of person I am. Uh, in third place, uh, I'm, I'm going to go with the IPA. And the, Boo. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Obvious but, answer from but, you. <laughs> but to say it is in third place again is a bit of a misnomer because it is a good beer. It's a good beer for its style, and it's a good beer in general. Uh, I liked it. If you are a, if you are a hop head, you really like the back end of it. You really like the hop, the hop residue on it. I, I think that is something that you would enjoy, and you can drink multiple of. Mm-hmm. Uh, in second place, uh, this is where things get a lot tougher, and, and I think I'm going to have to go with the Christmas box for my second place. It's really good. I, I really like the spice flavoring coming out of it. Uh, and, and I really look forward to see what it's like going to be, what it's going to be for the final product. Unfortunately, uh, it came against the Black Bear Porter. Oh, and, and that comes in at first place for me because it is so good. It has that good roasted taste to it. It's drinkable. It's, it's light without being flimsy. It, it, I would consider it kind of a, kind of a carbon fiber kind of thing where it's light, but it's still stout. So carbon fiber. The carbon <laughs> fiber. Right. There you go. Came the, came <laughs> All right. All right. Carbon fiber. So, so a, a for me, light but strong. Yes, light, light but strong. That's a good way of putting it, and that's that's a perfect way of describing that black bear porter. Uh, and that goes in the gold gold medal position for me. Uh, so to wrap it up, IPA Christmas porter. Those are my rankings. Steve, what do you got? I'm going to differentiate a little bit from you. Sure, uh, sure. In my bronze, I'm going to put the Christmas Bach. I like it a bit, and it's a good Christmas beer. It definitely evokes those, you know, notions with all the spices and mm-hmm. everything in it. I guess I just wish, you know, I, I, maybe it's just because it wasn't, un, uh, you know, still in in the works. It is yeah. pre-release. You know? right. Yeah, it's, it's pre-release. It's in its infancy. It yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess it just, it, I wish it was a little more effervescent and everything, and it had it, it was a little, <laughs> a little brighter, and just maybe if I tasted a little bit more orange. Then, gotcha. Yeah, that's all. But I yeah. mean, overall, I still like it a lot. I like it a lot better than some other, I'm not going to mention any names, but there are a number of people out there who put out Christmas ales or festive ales, which are basically just Oktoberfests. <laughs> mm, that yes. were holdovers. Right. This is actually a beer that was brewed with Christmas in mind, and you can get that from the you can get that from the nose and like the flavors and the spices and everything. This is brewed with Christmas in mind, so it's really good that way. I like that about that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, but you know, unfinished. So I guess I'm gonna put it bronze. <laughs> there you go. Uh, silver. I'm gonna put the IPA. That that IPA is 
a good gateway beer as we've talked before and for me that's the kind of beer that i started drinking craft beer for like mm-hmm. macros are you know you don't have to say it too often but macros are bland they don't have a lot of flavor going on this ipa has both maltiness and hoppiness and it brings both of those in and it's just such an easy drinking beer well balanced yes yeah well balanced a lot of flavor in it and it has but it's not like it's not going crazy with flavor it's not you know it's not a cookies and cream ale right it's not a stripper sweat christmas (laughs) (laughs) sweat christmas This this is one of you know this is a staple beer that everybody should be drinking and yeah. I, I can see why it's a flagship here at Timber Creek it's right. so it's really good but again as Adam stated it went up against the Black Bear <laughs> mm-hmm. and as a, as a person who's a really big fan of porters and stouts I really like this beer it, all those roasty flavors but while still being a just an easy drinking and light you know beer and also it's and you said it was only like 6%. So, again, right. you're not going to get tanked off of these. You can actually enjoy a couple of them. <laughs> <laughs> and this is this is special. I think and maybe it's getting a little help because we're in a cold season right now. There you right. go. You know, IPAs, I'm a little more bigger a fan for, <clears throat> you know, summer and spring and stuff. We're in the, we're in the winter kind of time now, and this is so, just something you want to hunker down with. You know, and a nice big piece of meat. <laughs> there you Hunker go. Hunker down with a big That's piece of meat. That's what she said. That's uh-huh. right. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so, Nick, that comes to you. You got to rank your babies. All right. Well, <clears throat> I'm going to flip the script here. Oh. And I'm going to go with my silver medal is going to be the Christmas Bach. Okay. And the co-winners is nice. going to be a black and tan. Oh. Bitter, oh. bitter bear. Oh. IPA importer mix, which you should come to Timber Creek and have. I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> I coined. We just learned. <laughs> I just coined the phrase "bitter bear." The bitter bear. The bitter bear. <gasps> and it's delicious. It's a black and tan IPA porter. Nice, nice. That's we uh, we've, we talked beer blending uh, last episode yeah. with Chris House. Yep. So yeah, it's, it's cool that you're thinking about that too. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we got guys come in and like we've had a uh, our regulars. They'll experiment on, on some other stuff, you know, and we've coined the, the bitter bear. That is awesome. Black, black and tan IPA porter. It's very, delicious. Very cool. Now our audience has a secret menu item. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> Come ask for the bitter bear here. It's here. Gold Timber metal. Week. Gold metal. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Nice. So. All right. Well, uh, Nick, if you just want to give out any kind of other plugs, like tell us about Timber Creek, what your hours are, any at events coming up, anything. Yeah, we've got... Uh, we're open till like nine o'clock most weekdays, a little bit later on the weekends here. We're two locations. We've got, technically it's a Mercer address, but if you go to the Grove City Outlet Mall, we're just down the street from the Outlet Mall, right on 208, you can't miss it. Uh, huge building out front, huge, beautiful building and a big Timber Creek sign out, out front, so you can't miss it. Good, get the big neon sign as well. And then up in Meadville, we're off of uh, 19, by the movies at Meadville. Um, okay. We're just up on 19, almost where 19 comes at 322. Same hours as well. And then we've got, uh, what do we got? Social media plugs. We're on Facebook, uh, Timber Creek Tap and Table. Uh, you can also check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Timber Creek Tap. And then um, we're also part of the Lake Erie Ale Trail. I'd like to plug those guys as well. Definitely. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, can you give us an idea how, like, who else is a part of that? Oh, offhand is most, the majority of the, the uh, microbrewers from, like I said, I-80 up to Erie. If you, if you follow the 79 corridor there, uh, mm-hmm. Lima Fruit, you got you know, Lavery, Brew Erie, uh, Blue Canoe, Erie Ale Works, the North Country Brewery out of Silver Rock is, is part right. of that as well. Um, Big Rail. Any else um, I'm missing? If I do, I apologize. Oh, oh Voodoo. I forgot. Oh, yeah. yeah voodoo. voodoo, yeah. yeah. Voodoo cool. coming out. Yeah. We are quite familiar with them down yeah. in Pittsburgh as yeah. well. Yeah. And they make some good beers. Yeah. And so they're, they're also a part of the, the L Trail there. So I like to promote the L Trail. So you can, and you can check those out on uh, our Twitter and Instagram and Facebook as well. Sure. The Gary L Trail. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll throw them up on our, mm-hmm. yeah. on our social media yep. plugs as well. Steve, that, uh, that comes to you for your portion of this program. Well, if you want to find us on social media, then all you got to search is Hop Nation USA, and you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you want to listen to brand new episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast, then all you have to do is search us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and Google Music Play, and you can find us on all those platforms. Rate, review, subscribe, uh, give us a five-star review because we work really hard and we're a five-star show. Damn right we are. We come up with stripper sweat Christmas the (laughs) ale. (laughs) And you can email us questions, anything like that, at hopnationusa at gmail.com. And don't forget to visit the website hopnationusa.com and you'll be able to find our wonderful homebrew from segment three. (laughs) And not only that, uh, but you also find exclusive reviews of beers that are not on the show. Yes. Uh, so go check that out. Uh, I know I've thrown a couple up there. Steve's thrown a couple up there. Sam's thrown a couple up there. Got a bunch of stuff up we there. We got a bunch of stuff up there. You just you need to go go check it out. Yeah, exclusive content for free. Anything else, Nick? No, I appreciate you guys for having me. We appreciate you yeah, for having us. Yeah, we appreciate you. This, yeah. Yeah. This place is a beautiful, beautiful restaurant and bar located right off I-79. Like... I can't say enough good things about this place right now. I really like it. Yeah, this yeah. place is pretty dope. Yeah. Now, we didn't even eat yet. Yeah, I know. Yet. <laughs> oh, well, maybe that, yeah, maybe the food's bad. Yeah, but <laughs> right off. off. So. Awesome. Well, thank you, guys. Uh, I don't know why I'm thanking you. Yeah, don't thank me. Well, you ran the board, so I appreciate yeah, okay. that. Because I, I don't know what the hell I'm doing on that thing. And that's why I appreciate it's about you. That's right. That's right. So, uh, tune in next week, Hop Nation, where we will have the big 4-0. Episode oh, yeah. 40. Yeah, I don't know what we're 40. doing. Uh, I do. I'm just not going to tell you. They're thinking about right a motorcycle. It's a midlife crisis. <laughs> I'm thinking about wood-fired pizza. I don't <laughs> <laughs> You're already signed off. You don't yeah. care yeah, anymore. I'm, I'm out. <laughs> All right. Uh, Hop Nation, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.